My name's Joe, and this podcast is about wild adventure, travel, and the extraordinary people I meet along the way. I've created the freedom to do so through the steps my wife and I've made towards financial independence. Now I'd like to encourage you to live boldly, think outside the box, and gain control of your finances. So join me in taking the alternate. Not a lot of people just wake up one morning and decide, hey, I think I'll go walk from Georgia to Maine for 2,200 miles. So, and I never was like that either. I was just your average, you know, college kid who generally likes sports and like the outdoors more or less. I discovered uh, the art of backpacking. And every time we had about three or four days or any extra time I had, I would jump in the car with my friends. We would drive up to the closest proper mountains we could find, which were at this point in uh, northern Georgia. And we would take, you know, overnight trips, three day backpacking trips. And it was on these little trips that I just fell in love with the mountains, fell in love with the simplicity of it, fell in love with living out of a backpack and, and having everything I needed to survive and to be content. You know, I, I always I didn't think I would ever do something like a very long trail like a through hike and extended trip. But it was on one of these trips where I actually met uh, a through hiker. It's a southbounder. And uh, I was camping there with my friends. And at first I was really intimidated by him. He had a long scraggly beard, smelled really funny. His pack was huge. He was in the corner of the shelter. And I actually didn't want anything to do with him. I actually was scared of him. And uh, long story short, we... I just realized he was a, a through hiker and never met this type of person. And once I found that, it, the rest was history. I probably asked him 110 questions that day. And on the end of that trip, after asking him every single question about through hiking that I could possibly think of, we were driving home from Georgia to Florida that day. And I just basically had it in my head that I'm going to do this trip. I just got to figure out how to make it happen. When I first told my family that I was doing it to a certain extent, I think they thought I was crazy, mostly because I had never done something so grand. I think they thought they just, it was a bit more out of confusion and uncertainty as to why I would want to do something like this. And if it was the right thing to do, I'm not sure. They might tell you something else. They were very supportive. And my family were, were my biggest cheerleaders. They followed me along on the trail. They actually sent me some food boxes along the trail. And it was, it was great. I, it was the, all the encouragement I needed was there. But I think to a certain level, they were still like, this kid's crazy. I think I've always been had an explorer's kind of mindset. I was always a kid just asking so many questions, annoying all the adults saying, why is this this way? You know, why is that tree blowing that way? Why are the leaves like, you know, I was just always curious. We lose that sense. Somehow we've gotten to a point where if you're not working 50, 60 hours a week, you're not contributing. You're not a team player. 
You're not a company man. From the moment we wake up, we're checking our email. And from then on, you, you know, you get ready real quick. You have breakfast if you have the time. You sit in traffic and you start work. You, you don't have time to think about how you want your life to be. You have to uh, make money. You have to earn the paycheck. You have to pay the bills. And I, that didn't sit right with me. And I thought that there was more that I wanted to do and there was just more out there and I wanted to search for that. And it's just something that I just wanted more of. And the AT and in general, trips like this teach you that there could be another way. So many people did this type of lifestyle for so many years prior to how our current lives are and they were fine. None of my friends, none of my family, really no one else that I knew personally. And it was something that probably enticed me the most about the Appalachian Trail is that it was just so new to me. I wanted to be the first to have accomplished. So when I left for the Appalachian Trail, I was dating my now wife, Katie, and she had one semester left of school. So I left in, I left for the trail in March and we were supposed to be get married in September. So they gave me exactly six months to hike the AT. And when I started, this made me a bit nervous. So I just felt like I had to just crush the miles, do big days. And that ended up not being the case. I ended up making it back with plenty of time to spare. We got back, we got married and everything is everything went from there and now we're happily been married for, for almost seven years This was my first time truly experiencing the ultimate control over my schedule. Every single day you'd wake up, you wouldn't have to set an alarm, you pack up your stuff, you take your time, you eat your breakfast, and you start walking. If you felt tired, you wanted to take a break, you took a break. If you wanted to go into town and you wanted to uh, recover and you needed some time off, you could stay in town for one, two, three days, however much time you wanted. And I know it's, this is not, I think this is something that everyone should experience at least one point in their life so they can just, just see how good it feels. It's a little difficult to explain because it's, it's such a rewarding feeling. It's addictive. You kind of want to keep doing this. And that's why a lot of the people that do big adventures like this, they'd never stop. They through hike another long trail, they go on other big trips. And that's kind of what happened to me. After I finished the trail, I wanted to do whatever I could to continue this type of lifestyle. When everything is good, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the butterflies are out, you forget everything and you just you just go and everything is, is amazing. But it, it was when there was some maybe some bad weather and you're up on a ridge line, an exposed ridge line. It's raining sideways. It's 30 degree, uh, 40 degrees out, and you're by yourself walking, and 
the only thing you have to look forward to is some more walking and some more walking and then some more walking. You, you start to feel alone in those moments. Uh, you wanted family, you wanted friends. And I, I miss Katie and I wanted to have those uh, relationships. And it gets lonely out there, but largely those are few and far between. I think uh, for the majority of the time, I just, I felt that uh, there were struggles definitely, but the struggles were more emotional. You'd think they'd be a little bit more on the physical end, like, oh man, it was really tough to climb that mountain. I'm in so much pain, but it was more so the emotional aspects of the trail. There were times where it was really tough and you, you couldn't see the end, but it could be, you know, next thing you know, you're in the rain, struggling, in the mud, tripping over your feet, hungry, starving, but you always knew that, that around the corner was the next town, was a warm shower, was a large pizza, place to rest. So I think that is what got me through a lot of those tar hard times. It was just knowing that this is just uh this those difficult moments are just temporary and they weren't going to last forever i i knew i had to go through 14 states from georgia to maine so you know while i was in tennessee i wasn't worried about what was happening in new york so i just was there at that moment and just getting through the day and just trying to make it to the next shelter sometimes it was as simple as that you just you had to get it to i just had to get to the next water source I had to get to the next town, to the next shelter, to the next tree. Sometimes it was that granular. I had to break it down to that level, you know, that level of simplicity just to, to go on. And I think if I had to say what is the best lesson that the trail has taught me was that it's always going to get better. People probably view through hikers as crazies because it is not normal to quit your job to hike in the woods for roughly six months on end. It's just our culture. It is just your complete oddball if you do that. So sure, the it's a small percentage of our population who do take on you know a trip this extreme. So. When you ask the average person or, or tell the average person what you're about to do, they kind of look at you, you know, like, okay, I don't want nothing to do with this person. They're crazy. So that's why I think that uh, people that do the Appalachian Trail are considered crazy. And like I said, before before I actually became a thru-hiker, I didn't know much about thru-hikers. So I probably would have been one of those people who considered through hikers as crazies. People attempt through hikes for a number of reasons. There's the 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 sense of I just want to be in nature for an extended amount of time. There's the competitive aspect. There's the I don't want to work for the man, you know, kind of this uh, putting life on a break. Towards the north, I think I, I really hit my stride, and I was just loving every minute of it. Well, I, was, I was in New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, the whites of 
New Hampshire were actually my favorite part. And I was just, I was doing big miles, hiking big days, just having a blast. I knew at that point, I was reasonably certain that I would finish the trail. So I was, as I got towards the very end in Maine, I started to realize, oh no, this is almost over. I don't have a job back at home. All the realities of the real world started to set in. And I actually started to slowly get a little a little saddened and one might even say depressed thinking about how my life would look like after the trail. I think it's something that it's a little hard. I got sad at finishing the trail. It's something that I think it's a little hard to explain to someone who hasn't done a trip like this. Because if you can imagine every single day of just not sitting in traffic and not having to listen to negative news and not having to worry about changing your clothes and not having to worry about the annoying things in life like showers and and all the other complications and stresses. So when you realize I'm going to start, I'm going to soon add all these things back, it just makes you think about, I want to continue this journey. And there's a, there's a quote that uh, a friend of mine that actually helped prepare me for the Appalachian Trail before I was getting ready to do this. I, I'll remember this forever. He, he told this to me when I came back and I spoke with him and he said, you ruined yourself in a good way. And I don't know if you could, you know, just kind of let that sit in. And it basically, it really hit home with me in that I was realizing that I will be changed forever. I will never be the same because of this trail. I was basically fighting between these two versions of myself. My, my first version was, okay, Joe, this was a great hike. That was fun. You had a great run. Now it's time to get off the trail, get a job, get to work, start making money, enough playing. But my other side was thinking, I have a whole new world, a whole new world that I didn't know existed. This is a, a culture that I just didn't know anything about and I love it and I'm the happiest I that I've ever been in my life and I wanted to take this back with me I didn't want it to just be that once in a lifetime trip I wanted it to be a part of my life and I wanted it to be a part of my everyday life so just the idea that that I was just gonna leave this behind and let it and it was just the one trip that is what really uh saddened me I'm not going to pretend that it happened overnight and I just got off the trail and decided, oh, hey, I'm going to continue to live adventurously and not care what people think of me and not worry about work and all the finances were going to and everything was all going to work out because it really wasn't like that. So I came back from the trail. Uh, Katie and I got married and then we proceeded to take a five week road trip. We drove from Florida to California. And for me, that was a way of extending the trip, if you will. And, and uh, we had a blast. Katie loved it. I loved it. We stopped everywhere in between, visited a bunch of national parks, went to California for the first time, and we had a blast. But it was when I was we were driving back almost at the end of this trip. And honestly, we were driving back because we essentially ran out of money. And that is when it truly, truly hit me, like a brick wall, 
that I realized, okay, you know, because before I did the trail and I always knew I was, then I was going to get married and then we were going to take this grand trip. So I kind of was just, I kept just pushing it back. And then when I was, we were towards the end of this trip, we had a couple of days left on this road trip. I just hit me like, I got to apply for a job. I got to do something. I can't just sit around. So it wasn't until a while that I kind of just made the decision to, okay, this is not working. I'm not happy. I'm going to live life the way I think that is right. And that makes me happy. And so for a while there, again, I struggled. And I, I think my family, including Katie, uh, noticed how I was and noticed that I wasn't myself before, you know, pre Appalachian trail and even just after hiking the AT, I think they, they noticed that I was just kind of, you know, nothing really, uh, I wasn't the same person that I was. I wasn't, you know, always laughing and smiling. And, uh, so I think that they, they felt that my pain for a while there, I actually was depressed and, uh, I, I struggled. Uh, I mean, it, it did help, uh, making money and having a paycheck, but honestly, I realized that wasn't everything. Um, I just, I wanted to just be back in the outdoors. Thanks for listening to Taking the Alternate. If you'd like to follow along and receive the latest trail updates, subscribe on our website at www.takingthealternate.com. But don't worry, in my upcoming trip, I'll be walking 25 miles a day, so I won't clutter your inbox. For the most current trail experiences, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Taking the Alternate. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your podcast junkie friends. And if you have any hiking or finance-related questions, let us know. I'd love to answer them on a future episode. This show wouldn't be possible without my creative director, Kenny Rodriguez. I love you, man. And my executive producer and incredible wife, Katie. You guys are amazing. Thanks again for spending your limited time with me. I appreciate all the support in taking the alternate.